Good morning. Welcome to the MT for Christ 247 podcast. I am MT Clark, and this little Zoom meeting is more than a Zoom meeting. It's a Bible study, and it's a little program we produce called Bible Study with the Sincatis, as we're joined today by Arthur and Susanna Sincati, and then my wife, Tammy Lynn Clark, for a study that Arthur sent to us. Um, it's called Run with Endurance. So before we start running off, uh, <laughs> running off, um, I'll say good morning and welcome, uh, Arthur, and uh, say uh, welcome, welcome. Yes, uh, and we say welcome as well. It's great to be here this morning. Mm -hmm. It's been uh, quite a day already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, so let's open with prayer. Father, uh, we are such a grateful people this morning to um, be in your presence and come around your word. Uh, we ask by the authority of Jesus that you would um, lead us and guide us and direct us as we seek to rightly divide your word of truth. Lord God, we're so grateful for it. It is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. And um, it is the, the very thing by which we seek to govern our lives. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to have your way and your liberality in our midst this morning. We are grateful uh, to, uh, to be called your own. And we exalt you and praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Indeed. So um, our opening verse this morning is, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And uh, this is the second part of a study, excuse me, that we started last week. And I got a little carried away on the first verse uh, with about, about the clouds. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think I explained that this is a verse, is a, a foundational verse that our um, coach, Tom Griffith, uh, teaching a course called Releasing the um, Resources of Heaven, has drawn us to, asked us to memorize. And it's a powerful verse. It's just so packed with content. Uh, and so we're going to move into the real weighty part of it uh, this morning. The good stuff. We're getting into the good stuff now. Uh, picking up from, as I said, from where we left off last week with the cloud of witnesses uh, cheering us on. <laughs> Let us discover together uh, what we are to do. What's, what is... Our part in the midst of this uh, this great assembly, mm -hmm. and we do play a part. You know, we're not just uh, we're not just passive uh, uh, participants in in the kingdom of God. Uh, mm -hmm. This is a an active, uh, a flourishing kingdom, and we play a role. This is what we actually call. We have a word for it called orthopraxy. You remember that one when uh, Pastor Chris Romano introduced that a couple of years ago into our Sunday morning Bible studies? Vocabulary yeah. quiz at the end of today's lesson. And orthopraxy, orthodoxy is important, mm -hmm. um, but uh, without putting it into practice, we become like what uh, uh, James calls hearers of the word and not doers. That's James 1, uh, 23. Because if, if you are a, a hearer only, he goes on to say, you deceive yourselves. And uh, we don't want to do that. You know, self-deception is rampant in our culture right now, isn't it? And uh, um, uh, our a sense of self is divined by the word of God. And that is, uh, is, is solid and secure. And we're grateful for it, that we don't have to uh, wake up every morning and reinvent the wheel of who we think we are, mm -hmm. but we have a loving father who, who communicates to us and tells us. And so uh, this is, uh, uh, we're determined to be indeed uh, doers of the word mm -hmm. and uh, not deceive ourselves to think mm -hmm. that we're somehow uh, spiritual just because we 
we read the Bible and pray and pat each other on the back. But we're going to step out in faith and grow mm -hmm. and move, and live, and have our being, as the, as the Word of God says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's one of our, you know, uh, big things in the This is our ministry. We encourage yes. people not just to just believe. Um, no. Right. You'll see that on uh, lawns everywhere. Uh, you know, another <laughs> word, yeah. December, and it says believe, but usually it's like believe in Santa Claus <laughs> or just just uh, believe in you know the spirit of Christmas. But um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 um, you know we 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 are encouraging people on the Christian path of discipleship, and yes. you will believe and and try to shape your life to follow what the Word of God says. You know, to be a follower of, of Jesus Christ, you know, right? Yeah. Why? Because it has, it leads, it's, it's the process known as walking in the spirit and it results in the fruit of the spirit. So, yeah. yes, yes, indeed. And, you know, um, I've often, we encourage the, when I go into the prison, like last night we had prison ministry. And, we did. And I always encourage the women to, to read the Bible, but, and they're like, well, what, what, what do you start? I say, start with Proverbs. Probably there are 31 chapters. You do the one for the day. Yeah, that's a great and then devotion. If you, if you miss one, it's okay. Just go to the next. You know, if it's the fourth, you go to chapter four. But today's the third. And I think it it bears merit in this study because it's one of the foundational verses too. Um, chapter three, five, and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart mm -hmm. and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. And if you're going to run a race, you better know what the path is. Yeah, it is. You know, um, <laughs> is, I see these these joggers the running around, you know, in you know, in the Hudson and the, the <laughs> county country at roads that don't have proper places for them to be running on. They're just running in the street, you know. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm. Um, but if you don't know the path that you're running on, yeah, then you mm. you you know you need to. You're not going to run very well, and you're not going to run with endurance. And uh, right. Arthur said, you know, the word of God is the lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Right. I think it's interesting. Someone once said, the lamp is just for your feet and for the path, not for the whole, you know, situation. It's not like a, a uh, lighthouse spotlight that's shining way ahead of you. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. just for your feet and your path. Right. And that's yeah. where you need the light to shine. You don't need to worry about the rest of it. Just yeah. run the race, one walk the path, that's right. do it one step at a time. Right. And sometimes that's hard because when things are tough and you want to see the end and see the, the, the final right. correction or the final redemption or the final what it, healing, and you're saying, wait, 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 I want to see all the way to the end. He says, nope, 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 right here yeah. that's in good. the path. Take your steps. Follow me. Don't lean on your stuff. Lean on me. Yeah, and I think that's the way you do run. And that's with uh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into this in in uh, bottom part of the study uh, about worry, but um, you know God's very emphatic. Uh, sufficient are the troubles for today, and He often it, it's important for us to have a vision. You, you know uh, what is it? Habakkuk says. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 write the vision down. Uh -huh. uh, without a vision, my people perish, right? And it's important for us to have uh, a forward-looking vision. We, we just don't step out aimlessly. True. But we can't look, we can't run ahead of God. We, we uh -huh. must stay in step with what he's doing in the here and now at the same time. Mm -hmm. So in, a, in any event, <laughs> uh, well, moving on with our overarching our, vision today and, and the assignment for this morning, uh, we're going to call this uh, uh, Hebrews uh, 12.1a. Uh, it gives an injunction for um, uh, this, this command so that we're not just hearers of the word, but we're doers of the word as well. It says, um, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a great starting point. I mean, that is a really great starting point. Let's not jump into ministry this morning with all kinds of baggage. Okay, mm -hmm. with all kinds of, uh, uh, you know, uh, mess going up uh, between the years, mm -hmm. for one thing. You know, we'll talk about that with um, issues, unforgiveness, uh, um, maybe, um, uh, you know, uh, sinful little things that we might be clinging to. We have to take inventory. 
And we constantly have to take inventory. Uh, though sanctification is a work of the Holy Spirit, we couldn't save ourselves and we can't sanctify ourselves. Uh, our Calvinist friends are uh, uh, happy to constantly remind us. Mm -hmm. um, this doesn't imply that we're totally passive in the process. Right. As believers, we should always be uh, repenting. Uh, we should live a lifestyle of repenting, mm -hmm. flushing out sin in our lives. And um, we don't do this alone. We do this in, in uh, alignment and cooperation with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And the Word of God actually gives us a model prayer for this activity. Uh, Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. Mm -hmm. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and when I uh, pray that prayer, either in the morning or periodically through the day or whenever it crosses my mind, God often says, okay, yeah, you know, let's sit down and talk about that. <laughs> and uh, as a matter of fact, I, I do have a few things, like he says to the, some of the churches in, in, uh, in the you know, first uh, three cha chapters of Revelation there. And uh, it's not condemnation, because I asked, I invited the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. to speak, who brings conviction, mm -hmm. to say to me, Lord, you know, I'm there's some stuff that I, I may be confused about or I've got some some thoughts or issues going on in my life. Can we shine the light of your presence on this and, and invite the presence of God into it? And then, you know, what was it? John, first John one, nine, I think, or one, four. If you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple to deal with it. And to step out into our day and into ministry with uh, pure hands and a clean heart so that we're not just um, uh, walking in our own strength and in our own mm -hmm. effort, which we can have tendency to do sometimes. Right. Right? And it <laughs> so. can be something as simple as um, running into somebody who you have a little bit of an angst with. Yeah. And uh, last night, we, we after we finished at the prison, we went over to the Winter Walk. And oh yeah, you remember Rock Winter Solid Walk, always right? Always does the big yep. cookie and and hot cocoa and for free, and it's a warming station. And people can get their pictures taken. And while we we were down there, one one dear family came in that that I have taught with uh, the mom and the son, mm -hmm. and got to see you know the grandson, got to see the dad who's been. He's been battling cancer, and we got to you know speak speak happiness and words of, of cheer over them. But the son's wife doesn't like me. She has had. Um, was she there? Yep, she was there. I didn't see her. And yeah. I tried three times oh. to go and speak to her. Yeah. And it was interesting because, and I don't know if it was you know I, I don't want to claim that the devil did it or um, almost almost that it was the Holy Spirit said no, not now. Because three times I went to go and, and speak to her and somebody else came in my path mm. to talk to me, you know, a, a positive, happy person, you know, oh, good to see you. And I had some cookies and talked, 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 and then I try a second time and somebody else. You know. So I got to the point where I said, you know, Lord, it's not the time for me to talk to her. Yeah. And she, mm -hmm. she's, she's obviously doesn't want to talk to me because she would glance at me and then quickly look away. So, but I know that that's something I'm going to have to deal with at some point. Yep. That's, that's an individual mm. who I have offended uh, in some way, or shape or form. And I need to apologize and I need to ask, you know, for repentance and, mm -hmm. and try and mend that fence. Now, again, we don't always say it's everything's yeah. going to be rosy and everything and she's going to you know or he or whoever you you know, have a problem with it's going to make it all right and we don't we don't <laughs> always get it's not about them yeah it's not it's about, about me yeah and it says you know see if there's any wicked way in me if i've done something to offend yeah then i need to make that right yeah and if they accept it wonderful if they don't that's between them and god and so um yeah uh, it's hard coach but... has been talking about the difference between vertical uh and horizontal forgiveness mm -hmm. and you know so long as again we're looking at these issues in our own heart and making an effort to uh, uh make men's it, it it may not always perpetrate themselves but with uh uh, uh, Paul says, to the best of your ability, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, uh, what live, is it? Live at, in, peace in peace with all with men. men. Mm -hmm. So 
I want to focus on this word uh, anxieties for a moment, mm -hmm. uh, briefly. Uh, the anxiety is a New King James word. The Old King James uses the word thoughts in this in this sentence, where it says, "Try me and know my anxieties." Or in Old King James says, "Try me and know my thoughts." Mm -hmm. And we know that we are dealing again with the battlefield of the mind. Second uh, Corinthians mm -hmm. ten five, which we probably quote in every study, <laughs> says, uh, "Bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ." Mm -hmm. But anxiety has a connotation of worry. I think. And Jesus in Matthew 6, uh, 28 to 34, says, do not worry five times. You know, and I, I believe that he says this because he knows that worry has the power to drive us to sin. Right. Mm -hmm. Worry just has that has that is that uh, kind of like, uh, um, you know, uh, ignites can ignite sin in us uh, so to return to the thought in, in Hebrews 12 it, it it is the cares of life the worries and anxieties that weigh us down and drive us to sin to find comfort right this is a formula that the, the that the enemy uses in our lives to drive us to a place of ineffectiveness in ministry and in in not again not a place of condemnation our salvation is sealed. Our relationship with Christ is sound, okay? But we can fall into a state of ineffectiveness in ministry where just nothing is happening, you know? With the, uh, and, uh, and, and that's, you know, not a healthy place to be because we want to see people set free. We want to see people grow in, in faith and, and hear the gospel. And, and, you know, we want to cast out demons and, and heal the sick and raise the dead. This is our great commission. Amen. And proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So Peter encourages uh, us in this. He says, cast your care upon him for he cares for you. This is a reciprocal relationship. It's beautiful, you know, and because he cares for us, we can cast our cares upon him and then just leave them at the foot of the cross. You know, that word cast, um, he doesn't say, hand me your cares. He doesn't say, put your cares on the table. He says, cast them. And for anyone who's a fisherman and likes to fish, <laughs> casting a line is not just like, whoop. Yeah. No, you rear back and you sling it. Mm. And uh, I think that that's kind of, you know, Jesus was into the culture. He often talked about things in the culture and, Fishing was a huge culture piece at that time. To be casting nets. And to cast a net, you didn't just yeah. bloop, drop it in the water. Yeah. No, you really, the men had to really had strength and really throw them. Right. And throw it way out. And, and this so is Peter speaking this, here. Yeah, I think that this yeah. is one of those things where. Casting. That's you, great. People sometimes, look when you read the Bible, sometimes you read over these words and you say, oh, like, cast your cares on Jesus and he'll, you know. But there's something to that. There's some force behind that. Cast cares right throw them get rid of them and you know uh, release it to him and um you know the anxiety is uh you know fear is fear has an object anxiety does not anxiety is more nebulous it's more uh, uncertainty and uh just mm -hmm. more well well me feeling usually a, a, a doom you know if somebody has a mm -hmm anxiety attack it's when they have this overwhelming flush of the fear response and you don't know what what's going on and you know that's and it's very frightening and mm. what yes. we do is is if we cast our cares upon the lord um we can trust in him because he's the thing that's um you know anxiety is sort of a feeling of groundlessness and uh, groundlessness where you don't have any stand on you don't know you know yeah. things have been shaken up and you don't know what's going to happen next um, we can cast our cares on the Lord because he doesn't change and he right, right. protect us and guide us and he will always love us and um, guide us into what's good. Um, and the, um, the, 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 the way to that is you remember who you are in Christ, what he's done for your salvation and been providing for you all along and that he'll, 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 you know, guide you into, uh, peace and right. even though things are uncertain you can trust you know um, yes trust in the lord several times in my journey uh 20, <laughs> 2020 especially when covid happened and we didn't really know what was going to happen in those first days 
I had to make a decision, you know, was, was I going to continue to to go out in public and work my two jobs and, and whatnot, or was I going to, uh, cower in fear and, uh, right. decided like, I didn't know what's going to happen and I don't know how bad this thing will be. Um, but, uh, I have a plan and, uh, and it's a vision and, uh, it requires me to work and yep. um, whether, right. I'm, whether I die, I mean, really lay down, you know, really it was like, uh, you know, well, I might die. Oh, well, um, we're going to keep going, <laughs> you know, I'm not getting stay at home. Um, and right. when, we, when we, when we give into anxiety or fear over a specific thing, we're, we're really sitting down with the devil and agreeing with him. Um, right yep we're like we don't trust the lord it's well said yeah mm -hmm. so yep. gotta go the other way and trust the yep. lord and uh rely on him so and, and i will say that mark had the coolest mask uh working his that second was. job at walmart with the black mask with the white cross on it, it was, yeah. uh, it was really figured cool. i was going to be out in a danger zone i wanted to represent the kingdom in some way in, in, right. hallelujah <laughs> um that's God is faithful and you know, is good. All that you mentioned, uh, you know, demonstrates that yes, indeed, God is faithful and that He is good. That's right. And uh, once we've settled that, mm -hmm. then we can run with endurance the race that is set before us. It's a marathon made up of uh, many sprints. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tammy Lynn, if you would uh, grab for us First uh, Corinthians chapter nine, uh, Paul gives us a word picture of what this race looks like, please. Um, the title in my Bible says striving for a crown. Do you not know yes. that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone mm -hmm. who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus, I fight not as the one who beats in beats the air, but I disciple my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Mm. Right. Yeah, I love that section, Timmy Lynn, when you read about beating the air, you know. The other day we were driving around in Hudson heading towards Arthur's shop and uh, there's a place called Promenade Hill Park and there was a man <laughs> doing the Rocky Balboa thing, running up and down and by, you know, beating and uh, looking like this big boxer type person. So every yeah. time I hear that scripture, I gotta go, Rocky Balboa, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then I saw that fellow yeah. and I was like, he's beating the air. He's not fighting anybody. He's just punching into the air and how in, our, in my mind, how futile is that? <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> well, in regard to this scripture uh, and um, also pointing back to our study in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, mm -hmm. I've heard it said uh, that the technique of running um, in the original Olympic, Olympic Games, and I'm told uh, that those games that the men ran barefoot, um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm told that they ran naked, <laughs> I've heard, but in any event, uh, uh, be that as it may, but their, their training technique was to focus on a mark, fix their eye on a, on a fixed mark, especially in, in like a hundred yard dash, uh, uh, uh and, um, and run towards it with all that you have. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it, it, we, we get some, um, uh, we can we can color this notion in a, a little bit by looking at Proverbs 4, 26 and 27, which says, ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Mm -hmm. So we really need to be focused and not distracted. OK, <laughs> and uh, if we're running toward Jesus, then uh, we are likewise running away from sin and evil. And, and that's, and this is the instruction that we receive in this regard, looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter or finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. So as we are running with endurance, the race mm -hmm. that is set before us, we're looking to Jesus. He's our mark. He's our, you know, uh, uh, wooing us uh, 
on into a deeper, richer, more intimate relationship with him, into a greater maturity in Christ and, and, and even greater responsibility. Yeah. So he's our, the objective here. Yeah. And we're, we're, and I love the way you put it, running away from sin and evil. And I hate to say yeah. it, folks, uh, you know, uh, we're running towards Jesus. We're not running towards the world. Um, and, yeah. and that's you know if we're, exactly. if we're running a pathway there's two ways to go and you know even yeah. seemingly seemingly innocent things of the world you know can contradict the, the word of God and contradict what's right you know uh, general consensus you know basically in human relationships is that casual sex is a good thing but you know that, just one example um whereas right. it's not god's way um and so if we were to you know follow jesus way we we come into a process where we have to realize that you know some of the things we believe things that we believed all our lives um and have you know, going against the word of God. And just because a society or the vast majority of people believe in something and, and a lot, you know, think it's okay. Um, we have to choose the hard path and uh, choose to run after Jesus and uh, what he would do. And that means surrendering your life um, and, sure. and yes. areas of your life. Like, you know what, you know, uh, I really shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be involved with that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, and, and, it's it's a good path, but it, it'll draw you. Yeah. You know, the further you go down it, the more you're not going to be part of the the world you used to be in. It's really, yeah, you know, uh, altered state of consciousness as you as you follow it because you really you really walk away. Um, yes, I, I've and and you know we have the church and we uh, we have varying levels of faith as as i've said mm -hmm. and uh, before at various times where it's like you know somebody has a little faith someone knows some scripture some people read the bible daily so we have a lot of we even though we meet as a church we can we can um uh have a lot of different knowledge about faith and mm -hmm. uh, wednesday night i taught on uh identity our identity in christ and i think mm -hmm. it was you know uh, pretty basic stuff you know we're forgiven right. we're free we're you know we're forgiven we're free we're followers of jesus you know stuff like that and it was told to me later that some of the people in the group didn't really uh have a lot of knowledge and whatnot and uh wow. you know, they were more or less new to faith and then they needed a lot of teaching to make them understand um you know yes. some of what apparently some of what i was saying was like going over their head uh like Welcome to the deep web, uh, <laughs> I, in more in more ways than one. Because the ministry uh, you know I'm running is is basically a recovery discipleship ministry, and the reason yeah. that second word's on there is because I'm going to point you to the yeah. word of God, and I'm going to point you to you know following Jesus. And, and some people right. don't really know what that means because, unfortunately, you know the liturgical tradition I went to is more or less a lot of people are believers and they go to a place and they do the thing and then they go and that's just a sm very small part of their life and right. they sincerely believe but they more or less are a practical atheists in terms of uh doing what the word of god says in their personal lives they think faith right. is a separate thing and um, you know, Paul would say, let it never be, I would imagine, <laughs> you know, basically because not yeah. to sin and to let grace abound, we are to, uh, you know, follow after Jesus. So. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is um, it's easy to compartmentalize the, the faith and say, mm -hmm. well, that's for Sunday and that's for Wednesday night. Yeah. The rest of the week, I have to be in the world and I have to I have to do these things. I have to, you know. I have to get along with all these people that I'm working with and I'm, I'm meet at the grocery store and that I meet on the road or whatever. But that's where you really have to recognize that the race that you're running and like you mm -hmm. both have pointed out, you and Arthur both have pointed out, Mark, that it's a path and it can go either way. Right. So which way are you going to go? Are you going to go towards Jesus or are you going to go towards the world? And <clears throat> so many times that's the hard thing. And People, you know, may, when you were just saying that, I got a word picture of this marathon running and, and running a race. You've got people that are just coming into the race and they're kind of running softly and they're looking around saying, you know, where, where are we going? We're, we're running this race, but where are we going? And those people that are seasoned runners, seasoned marathoners, 
come alongside someone and say, okay, come on, you're going to follow me, stay with me, we're going to make this together, we'll run this race yeah, that's together. Good. That's good. Yeah. And I think that's where community. the faith is different uh, than the world's um, ideology because the world's all about me. Yeah. I, me, the individual, I get to do what I want to do, I get to look mm -hmm. the way I want to look, I get to say the things I want to say, I get to do, right. go where I want to go. But in the, in the faith with Jesus, as a disciple of Jesus, we're coming with a group of people. We're coming alongside each other. We're bringing the, the ones who are weak, helping to strengthen them, the ones who are hurt, helping to heal them, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So it, it's a community. It's yeah. a group. And what you're doing with your, your group, okay, so you got some young believers. Now you got to run alongside them. You don't just leave them on the sideways saying, okay, well, you just read the Bible and come along when you, when you catch up with me when you finish reading that verse. Yeah. No. No, that's true discipleship. No, you got to run and say, come on, let's run together and we'll, we'll learn the verse together. Mm -hmm. We'll read the Bible together. We'll run it together. Yeah, indeed. That's great. That's so well said. And and I did want to add that, that you know, that, that verse from 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27 says, run the race, you know, uh, only one uh, uh, gets the prize. Run so that as as you would win. Doesn't imply that only one person. It, the the implication is not that only one person wins. Okay. The implication is that we should all run as though we would be that person yeah. that, uh, to win right. with that you know with that intensity with that right. level of, of of endurance. And I think yes. it's great the way Susanna points out that you know in a community especially in a healthy church community. And we're not here to be critical, but as we're discussing this, of course, we know that that many churches have even watered down the word of God mm -hmm. and, and called it into question, come alongside worldly values and said, well, maybe these things are, uh, you know, uh, maybe we should change with the times or maybe God's word is just too rigid or maybe it was just metaphorical and get, it folds all kinds of foolishness into the equation. no. Mm -hmm. We know the difference between right and wrong. God is clear. You'll know them by their fruit, Jesus says, for mm -hmm. one thing. So that's very important. So mm -hmm. in any event, we're in this uh, uh, race with a great cloud of witnesses, right, and uh, uh, cheering us on. Mm -hmm. And we're in a in community, in the church, running alongside each other and encouraging one another along the way. Mm -hmm. So Philippians uh, 1.6 reinforces uh, the notion of um, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And he goes on, Philippians 1, 6 says, he who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Uh -huh. We're not running alone. We're running with Jesus too. We're running uh -huh. towards Jesus, but with him at the same time. Uh -huh. It's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> of course, we have the Holy Spirit in us. So we're, the point is that we're not alone in this Right. In, in, in this in this process, in this mm -hmm. endeavor, in this pilgrimage, how, however we want to frame it or think of it, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and the, the forces that are with us, you know, are encouraging us along mm -hmm. the way. Um, so and the forces of darkness are tri <laughs> seeking to trip us up. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's the aim. There's two kingdoms in clash here. And the aim of the kingdom of darkness is to trip us up. Or to get us off the path or distracted somewhere, you know, Make and stop running. Make yep. us ineffective. So uh, it goes uh, on to say here in the Hebrews uh, uh, passage, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. We're speaking of Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Finished his race. Yeah. So why did why did he why did he do it? You know, what was what's, what's the what's the meta narrative here? What's the what's the overarching point? So did he do it so that he could sit down at the right hand of God? No. That's where he came from. He he's always he lives at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus didn't you know uh, run. Uh, his portion of, of, of the race and uh, face the cross and door, uh, despising a shame um, so that he, so that he could sit down at the right hand of the God uh, of God. He did it for the joy that was set before him. And that joy is us <laughs> so that we could sit with him <laughs> in heavenly places. And earlier in Hebrews in chapter two, the author quotes uh, Psalm eight, 
uh, 4 through 6, where he says, what is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you should care for him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him above the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. So this is what God thinks of us, you know, when I know, Mark, when when you're doing a study on our identity in Christ, these are some of the elements that you're folding into the to the study. What does God think of you? What does he say about you? This is where our identity is sealed and where it's set, you know, not not in my musings of my failures and my, you know, mess ups and the blemishes I see in the mirror and you know I'm too tall or I'm too short or I'm too this or I'm too that. What does he see in us and what does he think of us? Uh-huh. And you That's know he's created us in his image. Right. The difference between um self-esteem and self-worth. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. Uh, self-esteem esteem is what you you know a, tr- a strive you know you sort of build yourself up as um worth is where something is assigned a value. And God assigns us our value. So it's it's not right, like it's not like what I think of myself, um, what I esteem myself as. Um, you know, it's 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 knowing our worth that is assigned to us by the Lord. He's the creator and he's created us and he's revealed to us the truth of the gospel um uh, you know basically inviting us to uh, to come into his kingdom and so that makes you know his his precious son was given for us and so our worth is inestimable um you know basically yes. we are priceless because yes. the truth and and when you know that you're that is your self-worth of who you are Christ, you know, it changes everything, you know. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it draws me to uh, uh, first, first Peter, mm-hmm. uh, chapter one, verse uh, 18, uh, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold mm-hmm. from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ mm-hmm. as a lamb without blemish and without Perfect. spot. Yes. So that's our worth. You know, we were purchased back. We were redeemed right. from our aimless lives. What's the value? What what price was put on our lives? Mm-hmm. The precious blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is why this is the why this is the why he did it it's to redeem us. And so, uh, and this is beautiful. I I I like being redeemed. <laughs> this is great. Uh, uh, so, um, okay. So, um, what? Uh, so we. We did so. We didn't do so good with uh, with uh, um, with. Well, we didn't do so good with uh, um, you know some eight to four uh, four through six. God created right. us, but we didn't do so good with that. <laughs> uh, does God forsake us? Does Heaven He forsake no. us? No. no, certainly not. He He devises a plan from eternity past to rescue us, or as we just said, to redeem us. Mm-hmm. Jesus was on a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. Christmas is an invasion uh, uh, mission into hostile territory. Okay, with a baby of all, of all weapons, right? Yeah. And uh, and uh, it, it, this is um, Romans five eight on display. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. And echoing that and completing the thought is, I think, is 1 John uh, 4, 9 and 10, which says, In this, the love of God is manifest towards us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation uh, for our sins. So this is was God's plan. Mm-hmm. It's a glorious plan. It's happening. It's mm-hmm. unfolding. We're part of it. Mm-hmm. We're engaged with the great cloud of witnesses. We're running with endurance, moving forward. And like um, uh, uh, John Maxwell uh, coined the phrase, he says, my aim is to, to get to heaven and bring as many people with me as, as I can. Um, my Jack Hayford commentary uh, spoke on the word propitiation is um, hel- um, related to uh, helios, which is the word for mercy. 
It's used in the New Testament only twice, in uh, both times in, in 1 John's epistle, in 2.2 and 10.4. And the word describes... 4.10. Or 4.10, thank you, dear. Mm -hmm. uh, the word describes Christ through his sacrificial death as appeasing the wrath of God on account of sin. Uh, it also pictures his death as <clears throat> expiatory, or to make amends, providing a covering for sin. By means of the atoning death of Christ, God can be merciful to the sinner. And I added legally, not violating his own holiness. He can still be merciful to the sinner mm -hmm. who believes in him and reconciliation is affected. Mm -hmm. nice. That's, that's you know, that is like just a warm bath right there. Mm -hmm. that is, that's the beauty of the gospel. That's why the gospel is Good news, amazingly good news. You know, I, I recently heard about something uh, from, I think, the Eastern Orthodox tradition. Um, they said the Jesus prayer. And I was yeah. like, I was like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. What's the Jesus prayer? And um, yeah. um, Jesus prayer is um, uh, basically, I think it points to um, uh, blind Bartimaeus calling out to Jesus. And it says, look. Uh, uh, um, a son of David, have mercy on me. You know, Lord, yeah. Jesus, Lord Jesus, have a son of David, have mercy on me. And so the Jesus prayer is essentially, Jesus, have mercy on me. And, yeah. and um, he had mercy, uh, and he was merciful. And um, you know, the Lord, the Lord's mercy, yeah, uh, comes in. You know, and it, and it comes in at salvation and various times through our, our through our walk. Um, yeah. You know, and that's why we celebrate the coming of the king, uh, you know, at Christmas. Yeah. But recently I've been going through Bonhoeffer's uh, a devotional from Bonhoeffer um, that someone compiled for Christmas and the Advent. And Bonhoeffer often spoke about the Advent reminding people that Jesus is coming back. Um, yeah. Basically, yeah. you know, the baby, the baby's come and gone, and but the the, the and we should celebrate it. Um, we, the, the true Advent is going to be when when Jesus comes back to rule and reign and to um, you know basically take care of business. So indeed, so good that to know that we've received His mercy already, so we have nothing to fear and we can joyfully yeah. look to Him. The Orthodox tradition really elevates the. Uh, 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 notion of of mercy in the liturgy they repeat it frequently hospitabi pomoni loy in ukrainian mm -hmm. uh lord have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy say it very mm -hmm. frequently um i uh, think that's because we're always feeling like we're again back yeah. to that worth thing that mark you were talking about yeah that if you don't feel worthy if you don't feel like you should have the mercy you don't feel you should have god's grace and you're constantly having to, to say, oh, God, remember me? Have mercy on me. But we don't have to do that. That's that anxiety thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that worry thing. Right. Where you think, oh, oh, I've messed up again, and he doesn't love me anymore, and now i got to go ask for more mercy. Yeah. He's given you the mercy. Yeah. You're covered. It's true. Just repent. Yeah. Stop it. Move on. <laughs> ask for forgiveness. Make amends. Do what you need to do, you know, and, and, and keep going. Yeah, our pastor's uh, mom, um, Judy uh, Halstead, you know, likes to use the term the mully grubs. You know, you're going to just stay in the mully grubs? And we don't have to. Um, no, no. Uh, we ask for God's mercy. He says, yes. Yes. Uh, right. I, yes. So, yes, it's a good prayer to pray, but don't be praying it all day long. Right. You, you have received have mercy. That, right. You Indeed. have received it. You're receiving it now. Now embrace it and, and enjoy it, you know, because... Um, uh, because we can't, you know, I was, I used, um, <clears throat> I, I used in the prison last night, taught the guys, you know, the first um, confession from the Westminster Confession. What is the purpose of life? And the purpose of life is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Mm -hmm. And that is such a foreign pro uh, uh, concept to so many people, enjoying God. God sounds like such a drudgery. He sounds like such a chore. Such a laundry list of uh, of don'ts, uh, mostly don'ts, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and, and to the, the notion of enjoying the Creator of the universe, who created all this for us and for our, you know, for for our pleasure. Um, I use the example of uh, uh, some butterflies, right? Scientists, 
can't understand why they have these colors in some cases, you know, they just can't figure it out, right? Get their little microscopes and they put their little brains to try to figure out why the butterfly has this color. Maybe it was just for our pleasure. Yeah. Maybe it was just like having a good time and wanting to bless us. Imagine that, that God wants to bless us. What, you know, why is this such a foreign concept to us? Why is this something that we're, we're resistant towards? Because human beings don't necessarily have that for each other. Yeah, this is true. There's always yeah. some consequence. There's always some caveat. Yeah. There's always some string attached. Yeah. Now, if you love me, you'll do X, Y, and Z. But X, Y, and Z is harmful for yourself, or it's harmful. And that's right. not really love. That's that's just um, a phrase that somebody's using to get their own way, to get their own. And mm. so, in the world, we think. Yeah. People are just out to get their own stuff. Back to what I said about the I, 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 me, me, me. Yeah. yeah. But in, in Christ, we laid that all down. Right. My stuff doesn't matter. I need to be working for you, helping you, being with you, trusting God to, to take care of my stuff mm -hmm. and my needs. He knows what I need, and he'll take care of that. You don't have to worry. But what I have to do is I have to go out into the world and help those who are hurting yeah. and be with those who are, who are having a problem or having a troubled time. Mm -hmm. Our neighbor next door, he, uh, he's in the hospital now and is very sick and along with the cancer in his lungs now, he's got pneumonia and his, they're very dear to us. They're in their 80s and his wife, she just doesn't, and she keeps saying to me, why do you keep coming and seeing me? Why do you keep doing all you did so good to me? And I said, because I love you, because mm -hmm. God loves you and I want yeah. you to understand that you're not alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we, it's weird as Christians, people look at us and say, why are you doing that? Yeah. It's like <laughs> this is so, it's joy we, for me. I see the joy so. that's set before me that that I'm going to get you know to to be in, in heaven and hopefully bringing you with me. Yeah, into the kingdom, you know, because I'm trying to show you the love of Christ because mm. the world doesn't show you that. So um, this is the great prize mm -hmm. that the cloud of witnesses is cheering us on towards. Mm -hmm that we would understand and grasp this and embrace it as truth, truth. agree and come alongside with it mm -hmm. and run the race with endurance because it's worth it. Oh, totally. It's worth it because we're running the race with endurance into his loving arms. Yeah. You know, that's our destination. That's our joy. The joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, mm -hmm. Nehemiah mm -hmm. says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we're running this race, not not aimlessly. Um, we, it, we run it with, with purpose into his loving arms. Mm -hmm. the, the place that if we really stop to think about it, it's the place that we really long to be. It's the place, not a beach on Aruba, you know, or something. Or That's I mean, nice. that would be nice <laughs> temporarily, but <laughs> especially it's a pretty gray day here in New York. But uh, uh, that that would just be a temporary fix. But the place that we're really longing to be is home, in His loving arms, and that's where the race leads. And uh, uh, we must be fixated on that, uh, on that sure. mark, and not be distracted uh, along the way. Um, because we have, we do have a great commission, uh, and, um, uh, we are in community. So there's, uh, there are, are many needs uh, along the way, along the pathway to, uh, encourage one another along the, mm -hmm. uh, in the race and, um, and be encouraged. You know, this is, it's always reciprocal as, mm -hmm. as we're running in community, there are days that we're not running well, mm -hmm. and we get—I get a text or a phone call, or somebody drops in the sh by the shop, or or something happens. This is the essence of community, mm -hmm. real, you know, genuine community, not mm -hmm. just uh, "Hey, did you see the game last night?" kind of thing, right. but people where we're doing life together, where we care about one another, mm -hmm. and uh, but care with purpose. Not just is everything all right. No, are you on? Are you running the race with endurance? Do you see Jesus in, in, wooing you on, calling you forward? Um, do you understand what the what the what the goal is, what the mark is, mm. uh, and and are you on point with that? Mm. Uh, so this is how we uh, um, uh, uh, do this Christian life, and I'm grateful for Tom for uh, you know uh, pushing this verse forward. 
uh, in my life and, and putting a spotlight on it, uh, making it the, the hallmark of this course, releasing the resources of heaven. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of sense how that this, this verse, this Hebrews chapter 12, 1 and 2, are sort of a banner over that um, over that uh, endeavor to release the resources of heaven when we're when we're in God's presence, there's fullness of joy, mm. there's provision is met, and this power, this power that's ma- made available to us that we can access and that we can um, uh, uh, use to advance the kingdom. Remember, I said this is the clash of two kingdoms, and the kingdom of God is advancing uh, violently. And many take it by force, Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's, uh, it, is a, it is a violent act because the, the kingdom of darkness is not playing um, patty cake. And it's not just like saying, oh, you know, you guys shouldn't be so nice. The kingdom of darkness is, is, is angry, is violent, is dead set against us mm-hmm. and wants to derail us off the path. Mm-hmm. So with a positive note. Uh, God is for us. God is for us. Who could be against us? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's great. Um, Mark, yes. you have a last comment and pray us out? I think I'll just pray. Uh, Hallelujah. <laughs> God, Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together. Uh, help us to run with endurance, uh, Lord, as we uh, go forth today on your day the lord's day sunday to go and worship you in spirit and in truth at a local congregation where people believe the bible and uh, it's encouraged to follow it in spirit and truth um lord we just pray for the pastors that deliver the word uh and encourage us uh, to live by it and we pray for you to bless their messages today we pray for you to bless the worship teams that'll listen lift your your name up in praise. Uh, we pray for the congregations across the earth uh, where people, uh, men, men and women of God will will come to support one another and, and encourage each other on to keep running that race. Um, uh, and that it's for a purpose and there's the, the race itself. Uh, the walk mm-hmm. itself is where we find our joy, Lord, because you're there and uh, you're leading us to where we should go. Yes. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We love you. And we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. What is the race? Anyway, um, that's it for this week's uh, Bible study. We thank everyone for listening or watching. um, And we thank Arthur for, for authoring the study once again. Uh, as always, we encourage you to check out mtforchrist.org, where we share encouragements, these studies and uh, teachings, uh, basically to help you along this, uh, the path of Christian discipleship. Uh, mm-hmm. yes. uh, the people who recently uh, subscribed to us on YouTube, um, we appreciate the, the, the slow increase uh, that's happening there, and we're greatly encouraged by it. Um, and uh, uh, we just remind anyone who's uh, new to the study that there's a whole archive of these. They go back to 2021 as we near wow. another year of, of doing wow. um, As we uh, draw t- towards Christmas and New Year's, we're just uh, very thankful for um, what God has done in our lives. And that we're yes. And, and me and the Sincatis are still hanging out. <laughs> we are. It's great. Via, via, the, via Zoom. So we just love it. Um, so from, from me and, and Tammy Lynn and Arthur and Susanna, we just say thank you and God bless you all. God bless, God bless. indeed.